Last night, I went to see the new Batman, right? Mm-hmm. And we parked in the multi-story car park and we had to go down the escalators to get to the entrance of the cinema, right? I was in front of my mum and my dad and then all of a sudden I just hear, the escalator's going to get you. I just whipped my head round and my mum's just got this cheeky fucking look on her face, knowing final destination traumatized me after i had discussed it in the first episode and she had listened to it she's now (laughs) throwing these little things at me so i was like you know what i need to send a voice note to meg wow so as (laughs) i was in front of my parents i was walking had my phone recording going my mum just did this to me I i am attacked i am traumatized how how dare she she's my mother and then we were walking to the supermarket to get snacks and then i got meg's response and meg was like i love that one i can hear your mum giggle in the background (laughs) she was she was cracking up (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why she was just loving it and then you're like two Mother of the year goes to V's mum. Well done. Absolutely. So I, I had listened, <laughs> I had listened to this voice note first, and I was pissing myself. <laughs> so then I stopped, turned my volume up on my phone, and played it for my parents. And then my mum started pissing herself. She was so close to tears, <laughs> so fucking close to tears. It was ridiculous. And she just throughout the rest of like the evening, she was just like, I just had to. The thought came into my head. I couldn't stop myself. And I was like, oh, yeah, those intrusive thoughts again. Yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, couldn't stop myself. Well, it's, it was fantastic. It's funny that you had mentioned Final Destination because like a couple hours later, I was driving on the expressway and I had picked up our friend who had gotten into an accident earlier that weekend. Um, and we were behind a semi that had a bunch of it was like wood and like. I don't know what they were, like metal cylinders. But I was like, um, absolutely not. Got in the next lane, sped up. I was like, we literally just talked about this and I will not allow this to happen. <laughs> not with my girl Chantrice in the car. She's like, I'm pissing myself being on the expressway. Like, I'm so scared because like she had gotten in a bad accident. And I was like, no, honey, I got you. I got this. We are not final destinationing our asses today. Not today. <laughs> I I just can't like after my mum had listened to that episode she came up she was like I traumatised you did I hmm I traumatised you with Final yeah, Destination yeah you did she's like yeah I was like yeah and she was like yeah but you like Saw you weird child I was like it's different there is a difference well yeah my brother <laughs> I saw him the day it came out and he was like you had never seen 13 Ghost for shame and I'm just like you and my dad both do this thing where they're like, you've never seen that movie? I'm like, you raised me. Like, you should know if I had seen something or not. 
but it's all taken care of now. We're fine. And I'm so excited to talk about what we're talking about today. Ah. Oh my God. I am so excited. There was, this was something that was on my watch, watch list from the moment it was like advertised to me, but I just hadn't got around to it until Meg was like, I finished this show. You need to watch it now. And I was like, Okay, I'll go watch it. Binge watched it within like a day, basically. Dude. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess if you hadn't got it from our title, V, what are we talking about today? We are talking about this new amazing show. Well, it's not really new now, but I'll still class it new in my brain. Uh, Yellow Jackets. So if you haven't seen the Yellow Jackets series, um, there will be some major, major, major spoiler content spoiler in this alert. episode. So if you, if you know, you plan on watching Yellow Jackets, I suggest not listening to this episode. That's completely fine. We understand. I didn't look at anything for Yellow Jackets before, you know, I watched it because I didn't want it to be spoiled for me. But if you're not planning on watching it, then give us a listen. Or you might you might start listening and go, hmm, yeah, I want to watch that. Or if you do plan on watching it and you just want to have a real fun time with us, go ahead, <laughs> listen to our crazy conspiracies about this show and then watch it. Decide for yourself. But yeah, no, I saw the trailer for this when it first dropped, and I was like, okay, this looks super super good totally forgot about it like totally forgot about it and then I saw the buzz when it came on on like Twitter and I think like Fangoria and I was like okay I have to watch this I have to watch this and I guess it's not completely in the horror genre like when I told my dad what we were talking about he was like that show is more of a drama and I'm like okay but it also has horror elements to it potentially has supernatural elements to it has cult elements to it Mm -hmm. it's horror okay which is very scary Uh, yeah it's super scary yeah super scary and the scary part about this show is that it could totally happen like the plane crash that leads to possible cannibalism like the team that got crashed like crashed in the andes and like i guess like the murder mystery cult aspects like could probably happen too yeah, if we're being completely honest. Yeah. It definitely is a show that you think is, you know, something's going on, but then it completely, a few episodes later, does a complete 180 and goes, you fought wrong, you fought wrong, and just just makes you sit there and go, what? What am I watching? <laughs> huh? Yeah, so... What just happened? If you haven't seen Yellow Jackets... This is about a group of girls. It's a soccer team that is flying to nationals. And their plane crashes in the Canadian Rockies. And they slowly lose their minds, maybe? Hence at cannibalism. Um, The opening scene is super wicked. So if you haven't seen it, just go watch that, like, opening scene. And I'm sure that you will get hooked but it also shows us the modern day girls because this is like back in the 90s so it shows the group of girls when they crashed and then it shows a select few of those girls that survived the crash in their adult lives and 
it kind of intermingles the two storylines and it's super cool. The writing for this show is absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. I cannot recommend this enough. I got V to watch it. I got Val to watch it. I got my dad to watch it. I got my friend in New York to watch it. I got some friends that live here to watch it. And I like, I just cannot recommend this show enough. It, it, it leaves you on the edge of your seat at all times. And seriously, seriously, if you have not seen this show, please go watch it. Um, pause this episode, go watch it, come back to it when you're done or listen to this episode and then go enjoy yourself because I'm telling you, it's a hell of a ride. Definitely. And, you know, with series or movies that have you know two different timelines like going back and forth sometimes you do get serious whiplash from that Mm -hmm. like you're kind of just like oh this is too much like I wish they would just you know do this this timeline more or that timeline more but Yellow Jackets balances out so well and they don't give you like needless information everything they show you is important for what's about to happen further on or what's going to happen in like the next few minutes it really builds up the story extremely well and I was never bored at no any moment it was just full-on like go 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 all the time and I was just like what am I doing <laughs> why can't I stop watching this? Yeah, like, I couldn't stop watching it. Like, anytime I had, like, some free minutes, I was like, should I just go ahead and start this next episode? Because it's so good. <laughs> it's definitely bingeable. Um, and it's on Showtime here in America. So, like, I watched it through Hulu. I, I'm not sure about over in the UK. It's on Sky. Sky One or Sky Max, Sky One. I'm going with Sky One. It's on Sky One over here. That's but I watched it via through Now TV, but because Now TV's Entertainment Pass has Sky on it, that's how I watched it. And if you're not in either one of those countries, I'm sorry. I don't know what it'd be streaming on Ain't for got you. Clue. Your SOL. Ain't got a clue, babes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Google's free. Uh, I've only got limited information in my, oh my brain. God. I'm sorry. Gee, we we talked about this before we recorded. We didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake! Why do we keep doing this? Oh God. Um, my name is Meg. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I live in um America. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> God. is literally cringing um, right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm Faye. I've got a brain of a peanut and I forget a lot of things. Yeah, but you know, it's fine. That's it. We'll get through it. That's all I got. <laughs> oh my god. We literally talked about I'm it gonna make literally a... a second before we press record and that was it. Head I'm empty. Gone. <laughs> I'm gonna make a big post it note and I'm gonna put it right on my laptop that says introduce yourself, oh. you stupid bitch. <laughs> Oh my god. Why are we like this? Oh, anyway. It's fine. Hello. And what were we scene. saying? <laughs> what were I we feel saying? like we've given a good little like taste of what Yellow Jackets is. So for the people who have watched the show, I feel like we should go ahead and get into how we feel about it. Um, do you want to start by like yes, kind of yes, talking yes. about the characters? Because they have some crazy ass characters in this show. 
Indeedy doody. I've basically, how I did it, I've got my fave character, my least favourite character, and a character who deserves better. That's how I've written this out. Interesting. I hope that we have the same favourite character. <laughs> Most definitely we do. Do you want to say it on three? Okay. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Nat. Nat. Yes. Yeah. I was about to say Coach Ben just to kind of like, <laughs> but... Oh, but Coach, oh, Coach Ben deserves better. Oh, well, we don't even know what happens to him, but he deserves a lot. But no, Nat, oh my God. Dude, I love Talk Nat. Talk about character. I love, love, love the character of Natalie so, so much. I mean, she, she is a gem. So Teen Natalie is played by Sophie Thatcher and... Adult Natalie is played by none other than Miss Juliette Lewis. And man, I I feel so bad for Nat. At the same time, she obviously is an addict, but I just feel for her because like before this crash, like she really wasn't it didn't seem like she was friends with these girls. Like she didn't really hang out with them that much it seemed. Mm. So like not only did she go through this like horrific crash now she's stranded with people that make her feel like an outcast even when they're miles Mm -hmm. from civilization yeah i 100 percent agree so obviously teen nat we see her you know drink do drugs that sort of thing typical teenager stuff if you know you were back in those days hiding like behind liquor stores drinking under age um and you know she has her set friends she only speaks to the girls because she's a part of the soccer team she's not really super connected Mm -hmm. with the girls and when the plane crash happens we get to see a bit more of nat's background and we understand you know why she does do drink do drinks do drinks and drinks drugs (laughs) she drinks drinks and does drugs i'm sure if she could drink drugs she probably would not gonna lie (laughs) No, we understand why she takes drugs and drinks a heavy amount uh, due to her um, father and um, him basically tripping and shooting himself in the head with a shotgun that right in front of her. Gnarly. That's gnarly. Like, that was one thing that I really appreciated about this show too is their effects are, I feel like, super realistic. When they showed mm. him with his head the way it was I was like oh shit yeah okay I understand why Mm -hmm. Nat is the way she is yeah and they set it up the scene to make it seem like she's gonna be the one to shoot him because of the way she's been acting and how she knows how to use a gun and it flashes back to um her bringing home a male friend spending time in her room and her dad comes back and he's like threatening uh he's like basically pushed her mum on the floor threatening to like you know beat her to death to the pulp and nat grabs the gun and we're like oh shit she this is like when nat's gonna you know shoot her dad and this is why she's so messed up no doesn't complete 180 he takes the gun out of her walks out trips and shoots himself in the head right in front of her stupid (laughs) idiot i was so shocked i really believed that she had killed her dad in that moment. I just... But no, 
It was just him being stupid. I feel like even though Nat puts up a hard exterior, she's really not as bad as everybody says she is. She kind of gives me, um, like, Beverly vibes from It. In that sense, mm, like, yes. she has this... The misunderstood girl in the town that has loads of rumors going on about her. And has a piece of shit dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like her not really being friends with those girls kind of helps her click with Travis a little bit mm-hmm. more. And, you know, I really hope that we can learn more about Travis in the in the newer seasons, but... I know. I hope we find out what happens to his brother. Oh my god, yeah, we can like, we can get into his brother conspiracy later when we go through our conspiracy oh. tab because I do have a little conspiracy about okay. good old Javi. But yeah, okay. and you know what? I don't know if you've caught it, <clears throat> but Thaisa and Shauna, when they're waiting for the masked person with the money to show up, they say that they owe something to Nat. And I guess that that mm-hmm. could really be about Natalie maybe providing food for them. But there's several little hints throughout the show that Nat saved them. And I want to mm. know what she saved them from. Yeah, th- I definitely picked that up. Um, I think we've even, like, I think I've even, like, shouted to you on FaceTime going, What did she do? What did she do to <laughs> save them? Tell me now! And obviously we, um, in the present day can we say present day Mm -hmm. when they're older is that more present day Mm -hmm. um in present day um travis kills himself well kills himself in air quotes because we don't actually know if he did kill himself or if he got offed i think he got like mafia style Mm. i think he got off too i believe nat tell nat she was right what was she right about I don't know. She she's yes, 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 yes. This is exactly it. It leaves so many questions unanswered, but you're not mad about it. Like it, this isn't a horror show, but Euphoria, the last season, the season two of Euphoria. So many unanswered questions. I'm mad about it. I'm so fucking mad about it. But Yellow Jackets, these unanswered questions. I'm not mad about it. I'm theorizing. I'm looking into what people think as to what these things could be. Like, how does it affect the past or how is it affecting the present? That sort of thing. So I actually like that there are so many unanswered questions in this show. And mm, 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 give me more, baby. I think that they said that it's signed for five seasons. That's good. I mean, I hope they don't over do it so one of my favorite shows was dexter <laughs> dexter could have ended at any point it really could have but yeah. they just continued going through it and they ruined it they ruined dexter and i, I tried to watch the newest season new blood i can't we've i think we've watched maybe one or two episodes in my household and we just haven't haven't picked it up <laughs> again it's just not on our radar at the moment interesting but i will say with nat i can't decide if i like young nat played by sophie thatcher or present day nat played by juliette lewis more because both of them do such a fantastic fantastic job 
of playing Nat because she is such a broken character. And I think that the casting for this for both the present day and the teenage girls is so spot on for not only Nat, but literally all of them. Especially mm-hmm. the yeah. next one that I think I know is your least favorite character and somebody that I definitely want to get into. Please don't make me talk about Misty because I will literally lose my mind. Well, we're going to talk about her anyway. <laughs> and Nat delivers my favorite line in the whole entire show talking about Misty. And it's, hello, Misty, you crazy bitch literally just completely sets this tone for Misty as a character. Jesus Christ. She is a fucking insane woman. She's crazy. I think the first episode, I messaged Meg. I was like, oh my God, I really love Misty. Misty is amazing. (laughs) I love her so much. And then as I got through, I was just like, I fucking hate Misty. Put her down. Get her ass. Get her. Kill her. I just, oh. She, I hate her, but I love her at the same time. Because, oh, she's so conniving. But also so intelligent yes, and so that's, funny as that's well. The issue with her is she is smart and she knows it, and she doesn't necessarily use her smarts for good. She is played. Mm-mm. Young Misty is played by Samantha Hanratty. Hanratty, I think that's how you say it. And don't even ask me. <laughs> an adult Misty is played by Christina Ritchie. Round of applause for Christina Ritchie. Yes, I would go to war for that woman. I love her so much. But yeah, Misty's a crazy bitch. In the original Crash, you see Misty use her survival skills that she has learned to kind of help. And we have mentioned earlier Coach Ben. She sees that Coach Ben has had something land on his leg so she chops off his leg carterizes the wound helps um sanitize it and like genuinely like gets people to safety but she hears that all the girls are relying on her so you see i think it's in episode two she broke the black box that would save them that is transmitting the emergency SOS system and there you kind of see a turning point in Misty and you realize she is absolutely not to be trusted no way in hell would I let her anywhere near me and then we've got Misty in present day where she's a nurse at the nurse at a nursing home and Honestly, if I was ever looked after by a woman like that in a nursing home, I think I would just throw myself out of a window. Yeah. Because she is so bitchy to the the patients and she steals medication. She kidnaps um, this investigator who's looking in to see who's going to talk out of the surviving girls because no one wants to the uh, fact that they did turn to cannibalism to come out and uh, Misty just like, keeps her in her basement like makes friendly friendly chatty chatty talking about her dates talking about her friendships and it's like 
and oh, one of the things I did really like, and it was quite clever, is um, when she let the reporter go, she had thrown the, re um, well, not the reporter, the investigator's cigarettes in the bin. And was like, oh, you don't need these now. And then the investigator was like, oh no, come on. She's like, okay. Gives these cigarettes to the investigator. The investigator starts driving off, lights up a cigarette and just dies. Because Misty fucking injected the cigarettes with this poison, knowing that the investigator will take the cigarettes back out of the bin when she was let go. Smart moves. Big brain. Big brain. Misty does have Ten a steps brain. ahead, she is. She knows that people rely on her and she feeds off that because she was such a loner for such a long time and I think that that's why you get crazy ass Misty because she knows that that's a way that she can be accepted and she wants to hold on to that and cling on to that literally any way that she can like she poisoned coach Ben probably so he would need her help even more she laced them with shrooms which kind of kicks off what I think is like the catalyst for the group's demise because that's when they start absolutely tripping balls that leads to them trying to cannibalize Travis and it is crazy but super good writing because they kind of make you feel empathetic towards Mystique you brought that up like you kind of feel for her because she is such a loner and she does just want to be accepted and she does want friends, but she doesn't really know how to go about it. And they make you almost want to trust older Misty in a way for trying to help Nat through the whole Travis situation. But I don't know if she's trying to truly help and protect Nat. They show you that she's not to be trusted in the wilderness. So I don't understand the change in older Misty and I'm sure that we will get more into that in the newer seasons but god I hope so she is a crazy bitch I think the theory <laughs> she really fucking knows I think the theory both me and you have is and I think a lot of people have is that Misty's a double agent for the cult in present day and the surviving girls like I definitely think that Misty is in communication with the cult but also like maybe she's trying to keep tabs on the cult and the girls to see you know where she could like insert herself to be involved that sort of thing because it is quite sad younger misty just wanted to be involved and then she just took it a step too far by you know hearing that the girls you know were like oh my god we wouldn't survive without misty oh my god she's amazing and then you know she starts fucking things up for the girls. Like they could have been, so, yeah. they could have been saved a lot sooner. And Missy was like, "No, no, you're stuck with me forever, babes." She has that. She has that like mentality of like, "You don't need anybody to save you. I can save you." But it's like, what happens when your savior is a fucking lunatic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. She's just she's so well played she's so 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 well written well i mean all the characters are well written you don't feel like one singular character is just a filler character all of them are so well written and have things that input into the story yes and it's amazing I will say she is well written, but one character that I didn't necessarily really care for, which 
is crazy because it almost leads you to her being the main character would be Shauna. I I just didn't oh. really care for Shauna, to be honest. I think it's because, you know, Shauna is supposed to be, you know, bestie besties with Jackie, who's like the the leader of the soccer team and is supposed to, you know, be this beacon of unity for the girls. And, you know, behind Jackie's back, Shauna's screwing her boyfriend Ugh. and gets pregnant by him. Which, by the way, she is pregnant while they're in the wilderness. Hello? That sounds like... Hello? Yeah, that sounds like hell on earth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do I do like Shauna. But there are other characters that I rate more than her. Yeah. Like... <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't know. She is well written. I just... I don't know... Right, it's if she is the character I would choose to save out of all of them, and that is saying a lot because some of those characters go fucking cuckoo crazy. Right, no, I'm like kind of in the middle with Shauna. Like, she is a very well written character, but she's a shitty person. But I feel bad for her. Like, she has a sort mm-hmm. of sadness about her, and I think it is because, like you said, she's second to Jackie. Like. She is definitely a follower when it comes to that. And you can definitely see the change in her because first for so long she's following Jackie. But as they crash in the wilderness, you kind of see her get a little bit more closer to Thaisa. It seems like she always needs somebody to lean on. Except when you get into adult Shauna, I feel like she's completely changed. Adult Shauna is played by Melanie Linsky, I think is her name. Um, which, she's a phenomenal actress, and I love her so much. She has done some really great things, but um, not to harp on her too much. She's in Castle Rock, which is a Stephen King show on Hulu. That's amazing. But um, And then she's also played by Sophie Nalisi, I think is how you say her name. Um as younger Shauna, but older Shauna, you see she's a lot more savage. She's taken what she's learned from the wilderness and kind of used it. But again, I just kind of feel her as a middle-of-the-road character. So I'm glad that we can agree on that. I just... You cheated with Jeff behind Jackie's back, got pregnant, lied to her about it. Then you go around and cheat on Jeff? Like... I don't know. I just can't suss her out. Like, she's a complicated character, for sure. A hundred percent. I mean, going back to Jeff, I can kind of understand why she was, you know, suspicious that Jeff was cheating. Because, you know, the the saying is, cheaters, like, cheaters will always be cheaters. Once a cheater, like, always a there's cheater. no stopping them. Right. Exactly. Like, a, cheaper do- a cheater doesn't shed its spots. Like, that sort of thing. And so, you know, because he cheated on Jackie with her when they were younger and basically since her return, she's basically, in a way, filled the role of Jackie in his life as girlfriend, then wife and mother to his kids. So in her head, when he was like, you know, staying late at the office, not, you know, responding, being very shady and that sort of thing, I, I can understand why her mind went straight to, oh my God. 
he's cheating because he's done it once before what was to say that he won't do it again however i will say i'm team jeff all the way baby i didn't like that man at first i yeah. did not like him because he was the <laughs> typical bimbo jock he was a himbo but, oh my god he was a himbo but oh that man is so funny there was no book club there was no book club, there was no book club. oh and with jeff i feel like he does truly care for shauna because he sticks up for her when they go to jackie's parents house for that dinner mm-hmm. slash brunch whatever it was and i feel like he genuinely cares for her and like he's gonna he would say that he would go to jail for her um with mm-hmm. the whole adam situation i do love jeff but i also feel like i can't trust him but i feel like this show makes you feel like you can't trust anyone that's the exact thought that just popped in my head when you said that you can't trust jeff you can't trust any of them they're all hiding something and they're never showing their true colors at once they're all just being shady shady little bitches speaking of shady shady can't trust them fucking taisa oh my god she's something else yeah no i I really, really have conflicting feelings about Taisa. I think I lean more towards I would slap her in the face sort of thing. She... I... Yeah. I think I like younger Taisa more than I like older Taisa. I mean, like, how could you not like younger Thaisa. It's Jasmine Savoy Brown. I mean, God, I could also go on a tangent. Please cast her in everything. She was amazing in the new Scream. She's amazing in Yellow Jackets. But yes, I... From that first episode when she breaks that girl's leg, I was like, I... I why, why do we like her? What is it? What is it? But she shows in the wilderness she's a natural-born leader. And she goes on to just mm-hmm. prove that when she is played by Tawny Cypress as an adult that is running for a mm-hmm. Senate. Like, you can just listen to Thaisa talk and you want to follow her. Like most American senators, <laughs> absolutely not to be trusted. And they show us that so many times. She will do whatever it takes to get what she wants yeah i mean when which it starts happening with her family and you know her family so starts to feel very threatened and she starts to sleepwalk again after you know so many years of not doing it since the crash and she tells her wife you know i'm not i'm gonna pull out the race i'm not gonna carry on anymore this is too dangerous for our family i need to put our family first because their son starts acting really fucking weird as well with his little creepy doll and just the dog going missing and everything like that and then all of a sudden while at the press conference right outside her house she does a complete 180 and completely blindsides her wife and going my family's under attack. Look at what was written on our door. I am going to continue this race and fight for the justice I deserve. <laughs> like every fucking politician in the world. 
I think at that moment I was like, what the fuck? You're supposed, you're, you're concerned about your family, right? You want to put your family first. Why the fuck are you then continuing to be a part of this race and putting not only yourself in danger, but your family in danger? That's what I don't get, like, about politicians in general. They will just do anything that would give them a sense of power, even if it means their family's under attack. I... The character of (laughs) Thaisa is someone that I feel like is... It's so real. Like, you definitely know somebody who will do whatever it takes to get to the top, and have people listen to her like she completely derailed them and god i feel so fucking bad for whoever stands in her wake because she will do whatever and i will say though older taisa had this scene that jarred me the most when you see her in the courtyard looking through sammy's window eating the dirt there's something about women who look feral kind of like gaga's um roanoke character like when you're in the forest and you're dirty and you're just feral and her eating dirt there was something about it that just made me go oh nope like it kind (laughs) of fucked me up for a second i was kind of like i'm not gonna lie to you i looked out my window and i was like is there anybody out there (laughs) The visual for it, oh my god, it really sticks with you. As you were saying, like, it reminds you of Lady Gaga's Roanoke character. It reminds me of the film Mama, where these, Mm -hmm. yes, you know exactly what I'm on about, the two kid sisters left in the wilderness and being looked after by this demonic entity and they're just, when they're found by civilization, they are just so feral looking and they're crawling on all fours they're growling they're just disgusting looking but that kind of imagery imagery really sticks with you because you're like there are there are people out there that actually live like that yes and this is one like the things we were talking about about the yellow jackets it's shit that can really happen and i think that's why some of the imagery really does stick with you because it is realistic and it is the sort of thing you could just maybe go visit another country and see or even you know go down the street and possibly someone could be in that state it is just so (laughs) (laughs) mind-boggling yeah creepy it's it's hard to yeah I, I know that we both have gone very much like trying to figure out the words to use because this show puts so many emotions in your head at once that it is kind of hard to describe them if you haven't watched it yourself. This is why me and Meg, like when we have those sort of like pauses and like going, oh, we understand what each other means because it is a show that really does invoke so many different emotions in you at once. And it's kind of frustrating, but also I love it. I want something to make me feel frustrated. I want to be on the edge of my seat at all times, you know? Like, like try and figure it out. Yeah. Now, I will mm. say they did kind of throw me a curveball with one of the characters. I couldn't figure her out at first. 
and I didn't anticipate them to play with a cult storyline, but they chose the right crazy motherfucker to be the leader, it seems. And that leader is Lottie. And holy fuck. The character of Lottie is so intense, I feel like. I, I'm i going to stick by my first initial thought for her. And I really love the lo- character of Lottie. Like, from the beginning, you see before, you know, they take off in the plane. And, you know, they're all getting ready in the morning to go to the airport. Lottie's sat by herself and her maid servant comes over and gives her her medication it already sets off the president that Lottie isn't mentally well we don't know why but there is something not right with Lottie and when they're in the crash they kind of do a flashback to when she was younger and she's in the car of her parents and she just screams and because she screamed and distracted her parents it stopped them from getting involved in an accident that happened literally seconds after mm-hmm. and then her parents you know put her on these medications like like she a bit crazy cuckoo and then obviously when the crash happens she can't take her meds she runs out of her meds so is the thing she's doing because she's not on her antipsychotics or is it because there is something else going on with her with lottie it changes how you view the entire show because schizophrenia really doesn't manifest in girls until they're like late 20s, early 30s, and it very rarely shows up in children. So I don't think that she is schizophrenic or should be on antipsychotics. I think that it is kind of taking it into the more supernatural realm. Like, you also want to believe that she could have some power because she does see the rotten deer. She does kind of prophesize, and that's why Laura Lee thinks of her as a prophet, which I think is interesting because when Lottie is baptized and she sees Laura Lee, she sees her on fire. Kind of a prophecy for Laura Lee's plane to explode. And you see her with all this antler imagery, Which leads me to believe that Lottie is the antler queen. But she also has a clutch on some of these girls. She, while tripping on shrooms, talks them into some weird, frenzied, frantic state. And you see the hold that Lottie has on these girls. Even when she was possessed in the attic... She didn't, I think Jackie said she doesn't know that good of French, but these girls believed her. Like, there's this lure around Lottie. You don't know if she's crazy. You don't know if it's supernatural. You just don't know. And I find her so fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I am very interested to see if we're going to see an adult version of Lottie in the next season even if the not sec- next season, the season after, I want to see, one, who they cast as an older Lottie, and two, what kind of mental state is Lottie in now, yeah. after all of that? Well, we know that somebody, that either she's alive or somebody is using her name 
because of Nat's bank connection or her sponsor. Mm-hmm. She said that Lottie is the one that emptied Travis's account. But I was watching something with Jasmine Savoy Brown. I really hope that I'm saying her names right. And she said that she thinks that maybe Lottie is dead and somebody is using her name as like almost like a god, like a like a cult leader. Like they're doing it in her like a dainty sort of thing. Which yeah. you could see that being either Misty or Van if we're being serious here. Like if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that it goes through my brain is obviously in present day we see the cult symbol right Mm -hmm. but in the past we already see the cult symbol carved into trees so lottie did not come up with the symbol the symbol was already there no one it was already pre-existing to the girls having the crash so how did they then get involved with the cult and how did they start using the symbol this could be a segue into our conspiracy portion of this show mm, there is a conspiracy yeah. conspiracy's opinions because i've got i've got an opinion about something but i'll let you go for a conspiracy first babes because well it's tying, I might get heated. it's tying into the symbol there is a conspiracy on the internet that lottie did make those symbols lottie is the first person in the attic so she could have carved those before anybody went up there, and they're carved on trees. Lottie could have easily done that as well, and it seems like this cult is wearing that symbol. So, not saying that it's Lottie doing it, but that is a conspiracy that I've seen on the internet, because for this show, I have been scouring YouTube, Reddit, (laughs) Twitter, literally (laughs) everywhere to find out some Yellow Jacket fan conspiracies. And that is one of them, that she could have easily done that. That is true, but also, I don't believe... I don't subscribe to my it, head, yeah. I don't subscribe to that conspiracy either, because I feel like they would have made a big, a bigger deal out of it. And I feel like they wouldn't have at least shown us something to do with Lottie and the symbols being created more. Like, even just a flash and a hint, I think there was already something in those woods. And, obviously, the very last scene in the final episode is Lottie, um... Oh, what is it? It's not sacrificing. She's giving an offering. Off, that's the one my god how did i forget that word it's such a simple word she's giving an offering to this unknown presence that we haven't fully you know got an explanation for yet with misty and van beside her and i think that is something to do with the symbols and the cult obviously because why wouldn't it be but i don't think miss not misty lottie is the one that created the symbols i think because they start making offerings and start subscribing to the belief that there is an entity that is helping them survive the wilderness that 
they are probably going to come across something that has this symbol and is probably going to give them more information about this entity that they're trying to give offerings to. <laughs> but before we get into the conspiracy portion of this podcast i want to also say mm -hmm. one more thing about one character and that is jackie deserved better yes 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 she was the name i had down as she deserved better I'm so glad we got the same pics. Oh my god, it's like we got the same brain. <laughs> it's like, I'm kind of like the American version of you, and you're like the British version of me. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Stuart Griffith once said, same thing, different shape, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel so bad for Jackie. She went from being a leader of this group to not being able to find her place, feeling like she's lost her best friend then finding out that her best friend has cheated on her long cheated with her longtime boyfriend and then mm -hmm. she doesn't trip when all the other girls are tripping she sees how nasty and vile and just off that all of these girls can be and then she dies and she dies yeah. directly after having <sighs> a fight with her lifelong best friend and it just broke my heart yeah so if you've seen it seen the series you you'll know that in the very first shot of the series there's this white girl white girl yes she is a white girl this girl running in a white dress in this forest wintry forest and she falls into a pit and it like pans up and you see a necklace and you're like oh okay and then we later well very soon in the same essay we find out that is Jackie's necklace so you're like oh was that Jackie in the beginning no I thought like I thought Jackie wasn't gonna die mm. <laughs> and then wait she goes outside she has a she's like i'm gonna sleep outside after having a fight with shauna and shauna even wakes up in the middle of the night because she's had a dream i was like maybe i should go get her to come back inside psych she doesn't fucking do that because she's a selfish little bitch but <laughs> in the morning the imagery of jackie in her sleeping gear in her sleeping bag frozen is is so haunting yeah and the look on shauna's face she is devastating the actress that plays young shauna gave such an incredible performance during that scene because mm -hmm. i it literally took my breath away like i just felt i felt the pain that she was going through and that was crazy yeah. and intense and there is some conspiracies surrounding Jackie's death but you brought up a good point and I had a question about it who do you think mm. Pit Girl is? I I don't think we've got enough physical attributes 
for Pit Girl yet. We know her hair colour. We know her body type. We know the length of her hair. I don't think we've seen a girl that matches that physique yet or if we have she's not been shown in the spotlight as of yet but my question is why does she have Jackie's necklace because obviously we see Jackie give Shauna her necklace because she was nervous on the fly then Shauna gives it back to Jackie um at some point to give her um confidence and then obviously Jackie dies so surely you would think that Shauna would have Jackie's necklace because of how close they were so how does it end up on pit girl's neck why is it being used in like these ritual sacrifices is it like something like a trophy for the cult where where what is going on please I need season two now (laughs) some people on the internet think it's one of the survivors maybe they're doing like a sacrificial type of process to because you see that they or they make us believe that they are sacrificing her and eating her some people think it could just be a random girl that's out in the wilderness but I'm like that's kind of far-fetched what if because we is the first person we see in the whole show what if it's Lottie? That is another huge conspiracy that Pit Girl is Lottie. I mean, she's got the same hair colour as Lottie. She does. But... And it would make sense why she has Jackie's necklace. Yeah. See, and a lot of people think that Lottie is the antler queen. But you see that the antler queen is like... Again, supposed to be eating Pit Girl. They make it seem like... Pit girl is being chased through the wilderness, falls in this pit, and then they eat her. But if that's Lottie, somebody else could be taking the title of Antler Queen. And Antler Queen is adorned with a bunch of hair. Could the hair be victim's mm-hmm. hair? Could the hair just be survivor's hair? I don't mm-hmm. know. It It's crazy. I, I just yeah, want to know who because... else survives. <laughs> yeah do we i can't remember but do we know how long they were in the wilderness from that first shot i think 18 months but people are hypothesizing that that is from their second winter okay so i think something happens from when we end the show to that scene like does lottie all of a sudden snap out of her you know cult-like mentality and trying to you know make offerings to this deity but all the girls are so far gone at this point that they're like well you're not our leader then and if you're not a leader what good are you to us and then that's why they chase her and she ends up in the pit could could that be that's a good Something. one I have a theory. I literally just thought that on the spot. (laughs) I have a theory that may tie into that, if you want to hear it. Oh, of course. I always want to hear what's on your mind, baby girl. (laughs) So, (laughs) I have a theory that this group of survivors is going to split into two. Mm. We clearly have two leaders, Thaisa and Lottie. 
And I have seen that some people share this theory as well, like when I was scouring the internet. But I think that some people are going to be cannibals and some of them are not going to be cannibals. So you could obviously see Thaisa would have Nat, Travis, and Coach Ben because I can't necessarily see them eating people. Where Lottie has Van and Misty and clearly they're crazy enough to want to eat people. But the swing vote would come down to Shauna. Clearly, because adult Shauna is closer to Thaisa, she would be part of that group. But I have a theory when it comes to Pit Girl that maybe Van and Misty figure out, come to their senses, if you will, that this is not the correct thing to be doing in this situation. And so they know that the only way that they can protect everyone is to kill Lottie. And Lottie is Pit Girl. That is quite a good theory. I do like that. I do think Shauna would be on the cannibal side because obviously older Shauna knows how to cut up a body. She knows how to, you know, where to cut, where to, you know... Drain the blood from. Drain the blood. (laughs) Yeah, because obviously Adam, who was her secret lover (laughs) you know she ends up fucking killing him and the girls are like do you remember how to she's like I do I do remember I remember how to cut up a body and drain it of its blood terrifying (laughs) hello hello no (laughs) so I do agree with that theory but I think Shauna would lean more on the side of the cannibals and probably be the one to prep the body for consumption that is where I'm kind of like torn because you see her following Lottie and chasing and terrorizing Travis in the final episode but Shauna is close to Thaisa she has gone to Thaisa throughout her pregnancy they seem to be semi-close during their adult life. I don't know. Shauna is still a puzzle to me. But you brought up somebody mm. that I have another theory about. And we've talked about this previously. And I don't think that you subscribe to this theory. Oh. <laughs> but I know that a lot of other people on the internet do. So please tweet us at Pod if you agree that Javi could be Adam. Let me get into Absolutely it. Absolutely not. Oh my god, no. you are such a hater. I mean, go on, go for it, but... You can go for it, but I... Obviously, I don't subscribe to that, so I'll give you exactly how I feel after. But go on. Share your thoughts and feelings, babes. <laughs> so, I think that Javi could be Adam. So, when everybody's tripping, we see that Javi's kind of, like, hiding. And Shauna tells him to go, to run. So in this final episode, Javi is missing. Nobody can find him in the wilderness, and we don't see him as an adult, which kind of leads us to believe that either they never found him, or they found him and he died, or that they just killed him and ate him. We really don't know what's going on with Javi. But I kind of got the vibe, because I've seen the show twice now, I kind of got the vibe that Javi had a crush on Shauna a little bit, like 
she was kind of maternal towards him during the crash, mm. kind of looked after him. You saw Javi going through Shauna's stuff. I'm so sorry. Did you hear chicken? She's. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds like my stomach after I haven't eaten in an hour. When she wakes up, she grunts and like. She grunts and like paws at her face to kind of like wake herself up. It's really cute, but also. Oh my god. Me. Very loud. <laughs> but we see Shauna be kind of maternal to Javi, make sure that he's taken care of. Javi goes through Shauna's stuff. And claims that it's to find that knife, which he uses to make that little wolf wood carving. But also, he could just be going through Shauna's stuff. As we see, Adam is in the right place at the right time almost all the time. Like, when he got into an accident. When he was at that hotel room. And it kind of does seem like they could be the same ethnicity, and if you're seeing during the sex scenes or when he like takes off his shirt, he seems like he has like compass tattoos, could be wilderness tattoos. And he says something a little sus that he wants to take Shauna to a cabin in the woods. Another point is that Callie says that he's not on the internet, like she can't find him at all. So... Does that mean that Adam doesn't even exist? I mean, he's lied about his backstory to Shauna already. But I will say the one big red flag in my theory is that when Adam does become missing, the news reports that his friends and family have reported him missing. But all the other signs lead to me being correct. I I don't obviously subscribe to that theory i think there's more of an impact of adam just being a random guy that shauna falls for yes it's a little suspicious that he seems to be everywhere that she is at some point but i think it shows the relationship of shauna like you know not completely trusting jeff still so she you know has a little fun with adam and i think you know when we get to the point where she finds out her notebooks are missing and uh glitter in the wardrobe after she had hidden adam in there um considering you know the girls had you know met up with the um briber who had shauna's notebooks and they used did they use glitter or did he fall into something that was glittery he fell into like which i don't understand just a big tub of glitter (laughs) (laughs) i mean go queen but anyway (laughs) obviously she thinks it's adam immediately so she goes over she jumps to conclusions and she confronts him and obviously he has a book on you know the the crash that she and the girls were involved in he was like oh i just wanted to find out because you know i'm he says he's he's not from that area he doesn't know or he's too young to remember the crash Javi is younger than shauna i know but i don't think he would have had something if it was Javi. i don't think he would have had the book because he was involved in the crash and it would be a little bit too suspicious that he would have something that would remind him of the crash in 
you know, his apartment. So I think she, you know, goes into this state of pure shock and terror, like, I need to protect my family and my friends. And she stabs him. Doesn't she stab him multiple times? She's like, goes, jab, jab, jab. I, I, in my brain, I remember that she stabs him more than once, and he's laying there dead. I definitely remember she stabs him multiple times, but she obviously goes into a state like she kind of has an out of body experience in a way. The way it's filmed, it kind of makes you feel like Shauna's not there in her brain. Like she's gone into this state where possibly she was in when they were in the wilderness and she was tripping on mushrooms. Like kind of like not there completely and she just you know stab stabs stab stabs and I think Adam was a part of her life to show us as the viewers that Shauna is not okay still from everything that happened in the wilderness like she obviously still has something in her brain that makes her goes into these states of out of body and will do anything to protect the ones that possibly were involved in the crash. Mm. I think he was used as a tool to help show us as the viewers that, you know, Shauna is just not mentally okay still. She's not there. I know that the writers did say, like, how sad would it be if Adam was just a normal guy? And this happened, but I don't. Yeah. I know that they really don't have answers for all the questions that people have, and they're still writing things. No. Like one big question is, what happens to Shauna's baby? <laughs> yeah, because obviously, by the kids she has, she has just just Callie, she just a daughter, Callie. Her daughter is clearly younger than what the baby would have been if it had survived in the wilderness. I don't think a newly born baby would ever have survived in that kind of situation. So I think the wilderness baby's dead. <laughs> That's what I'm going to refer to, Sean, as wilderness <laughs> baby. It's wilderness baby. <laughs> Did you have any conspiracies about the show, V? Because if you don't, I, I got some crazy ones from the internet for you. Uh, uh, Hold on, hold on, on. babes, babes, listen, (laughs) listen, listen. I know I said I didn't have that many notes. I've still got notes, all right? I've still got notes. (laughs) So I got my main theory, which is Van created the ritual display in Thais's basement. Mm -hmm. She's most likely still in love with T and is doing this to A, help her, or B, to give Lottie some sort of power in government. So this is operating under the assumption that Van is still alive. I think Van's still alive. There, I think she 100% is. There has been so many, I've seen like so many tweets and postings that hope that, I think her name is Julia Stiles, plays older Van. Which... I would love. I would love to see, but that's a really interesting theory. Um, I could totally get down with the theory that Van did this to help Taisa. 
because she's still in love with her. But I also could see if it was Van that made that, her trying to get Taisa into a position of power to then just completely flip the script in Lottie's favor. If Van is yeah. still working with Lottie, if they're, if either one of them are even alive still, we don't even know. But that is very interesting theory. Thank you, thank you. I have the personal belief that it's kind of more leaning towards getting Lottie some sort of power within government. Like, maybe Van approached Thaisa that we didn't see and was like, look, you're not going to win this election. What if we, the cult, Lottie, what if Lottie can do something for you to help you win? And then creates this ritual in uh, Thaisa's basement. And it's like, okay, if I do this for you, you got to do something for Lottie if you get into power. Hmm. And, you know, for me, that makes a lot of sense. But also makes a lot of sense if she just does it because she wants to help Thaisa out. Because, obviously, Thaisa and Van, when they were teenagers, kept their relationship kind of a secret because they didn't want to have the judgment. I mean, it was the 90s weren't as progressive as we are now in the 2020s. Definitely not. They had to keep their relationship secret. And, you know, even though they trusted some of the girls within in the crash, they, they still, you know, didn't tell them anything, didn't show them that, you know them two were together you say yellow jackets also gives us a queer love story that is very interesting and it gives us a very strong queer character in taisa but it's interesting that you bring that up because taisa first goes into her like i guess like fugue state like dream state when dealing with van so it's quite possible Mm -hmm that she's doing all of this because Van is around her now as an adult. So, interesting theory, V. Thank you. Thank you. And before you go into your theories, I just want to give um, a opinion I have about Yellow Jackets. Yeah? Give it. So, we know that a lot of people in the modern day, the present day, are trying to get the girls to talk and say what actually happened. Obviously, the cannibalism. And, you know, everyone's saying, oh, people would understand, you know, because of the old Christian's rugby club team that, you know, had a plane crash as well. And, you know, they were in the wilderness less time and they turned to cannibalism. I don't think the girls would have gotten the same understanding as the old Christians rugby club who did turn to cannibalism as well, as well as the girls I think they would have got treated differently because they are females and obviously females get treated a lot differently than what men do even if they do the same thing mm-hmm. so if a woman cheats she's classed as a slut but if a man cheats, he's a player, you know? It's, 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 oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a double um, standard. It's stupid. It's a double standard. It's fucking bullshit. I also think they would have got treated differently because of the location the girls had crashed in. Like, they crashed in these woods and they were by a lake. Like, they had a 
lot of area that surrounded them where they could forage and so you know get supplies they needed whereas the old christians club um rugby team they crashed in the mountains i believe yeah in the andes yeah and you know there wasn't anything for them to really scavenge and like you know help survive so that's why i think in that situation it was more understandable for them to turn to cannibalism even though they were out there for less time than it was for the girls to turn to cannibalism and like i said women get treated differently to how men do in the same situation so i think they would have got a lot more bad press and a lot more hatred for it it's interesting and i think the families of the girls and also the families of the people that didn't survive the crash they probably would not know whether their their child or their loved one died in the crash or was killed to get eaten so i think that would have also brought up a lot of feelings from families that had didn't have their child survive it's interesting that you say that because i think it's in the first episode they even show us that the town is supporting the boys team who Mm -hmm. has a shit record compared to these girls that are going to nationals you also kind of see the contradiction when talking about jeff being a cheater as well so it's Mm -hmm. interesting that you say that but also we're operating under the assumption that they did cannibalize these girls that i don't think necessarily i think they did i don't even think that that has been cannibalism i don't even think that that could be the case maybe the reason they don't want to talk is because they did something worse than cannibalism maybe they did this for fun what's worse than cannibalism i mean children Well, I'm saying, like, maybe they did it as sacrificial, and that's why it's so bad. Okay. It's one thing when it's just cannibalism just to survive, but when it's you're sacrificing them and it's becoming more brutal than just they were taken by the elements and we had to eat them a la Donner Party, then we did what we did with Pit Girl and we chased her and made horrific noises and scared her and just made the last few moments of her life horrible than just we ate them so i could also see Mm. that but yeah i agree with you i think that they probably would have been treated horribly if they would have talked about it no matter what i think that is the biggest opinion i have about the show because it does show you like already that these girls slash women get treated very differently to their male counterparts Mm -hmm. in the show and totally if ben if coach ben survives i think there ain't no way misty's killing him sorry pause there ain't no way he's surviving Mm -mm. i hope not i think he deserves so much i mean yeah she'll probably kill him because She's a scorned The gay man lover. lied about being interested in an underage girl. Yeah. <laughs> just to get her off his back. But if he does survive, if, 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 I think he would be classed as the hero, the saviour of these girls. Absolutely. Because he's much older than them. But the girls would be like, oh, you know, they survived because they had this big, strong male helping them. 
No, I... It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Everything that we've been saying so far has been very reasonable. Are you ready to get into some very un... The weird and wacky. I was about to say, the very unreasonable, crazy-ass conspiracy theories that I saw online. Go on. Go on. I I literally, I think I'm done with my notes, so this is literally me going to be reacting to your crazy ass theories that you found on the internet because let's believe everything on the internet shall we number one laura lee is alive okay you need to explain to me more because we saw her go up in flames so the internet mainly reddit (laughs) (laughs) believes that laura lee could be alive because you see her and lottie both have near-death experiences you see laura lee hit her head in the swimming pool, and come out alive. She also had to be given CPR when she was drowning. And you see Lottie survive this crash that could have killed her and her family. So people are theorizing that Laura Lee didn't really explode in the plane crash and that she is out there somewhere alive. Do I subscribe to this theory? Absolutely not. But I just think that it is <laughs> hilarious that people really do think that she's alive. I mean, if if we had seen this little dot Big if. flying out of the sky going down into the lake, um, like a person using an escape door from the plane to escape the plane and jump into the lake, fine. That is a bit believable. But we don't see that we literally see a wide shot of the plane going up in flames and that's it the plane nothing falls out of it the plane just goes and then crashes into the lake there is no way laura lee survived that there is no fucking way she survived that that girl is burnt to a crisp she's a crispy chicken dead in that lake I 100% agree with you, but if you think that is crazy, let's move on to the next conspiracy theory. Oh, God. That Jackie is alive. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Oh, my. Are you. Okay, why do the internet conspiracy theories believe this? So, the crazy internet conspiracy theorists believe that Jackie is still alive because when Van is attacked by the wolves, you think that she's dead. But she's not. And she says something like, I was here, but I wasn't really here. So people are theorizing that because Jackie is in this dream state toward the end of that episode, that that could be her kind of being in between. So people are saying that she is going to like become alive and the hunter, as he's credited in the scene will kind of allow Jackie to prosper in the wilderness whereas before she wasn't really doing that great out there do I subscribe to this theory absolutely fucking not she is dead she is blue Shauna is holding her if there was any amount of life in Jackie I think Shauna would have been able to feel that yeah, what were they going to do? Pop her by the side of the sink and defrost her? I was about to say, they're just going to throw her in the microwave. Like, she's just going to warm yeah, her up a little bit. Throw her in the microwave for about 10, like 10 to 15 seconds. Let's get into this final crazy-ass theory, because if you think the theory that Jackie is alive is crazy, wait until you get into this next one, okay? 
How could that be even more crazy oh. than defrosting Jackie in the microwave? Strap the fucking V. It's about to get serious. Jackie is not only alive, but made it out of the wilderness and transitioned into a male. She has become what? Adam because Jackie was either A, in lesbian love with Shauna, or B, mad at Shauna for letting her almost die. So she plans to kill Shauna after Shauna falls in love with the Adam character. That makes no fucking sense. That's insulting to the trans community. There is no fucking evidence that she transitioned. Are you kidding me? Who are these people that are coming up with these fucking ideas? They need to be sectioned. You t- I tell you now, they need to be sectioned. They have got serious problems in their head if they think that that is a plausible fucking theory. What evidence do they have, huh? What evidence? They don't have any evidence. I... That is fucking ridiculous. Oh my God, that's made me so fucking angry. What? <laughs> Victoria what? has literally gotten... I used your full government name. You have gotten up out of your chair. <laughs> I am snorting right now. It makes no that is, sense. Dude, it makes that is a no legit, sense. a legit Reddit conspiracy theory. Swear to God. I mean, that I That person needs their those. Reddit account banned. I tell you that now. That is such it a It wasn't just one person, dude. It was a lot of people on a Reddit board. Like, a lot of people. And huh? I was just like, hello? Um, are we watching the same show? Because I would totally believe that Adam was Hobby rather than fucking Jackie. Like, that shit is so fucking crazy. I just had to include it because I needed to get your reaction. Because (laughs) it is so far-fetched unbelievable. I do kind of like the idea that they she had a little lesbian crush on Shauna. But, you know, I don't understand people at all. Yeah, that's a legit theory. That makes no sense. So what? They defrost... Jackie in the microwave is like a chicken and then all of a sudden she transitions to a turkey. No. <laughs> that makes no sense. Some of these theories are so far-fetched, it's absolutely ridiculous. I can understand theories that pull actual evidence from a TV show. Fine. I get that. It makes it more plausible. But these outrageous fucking theories, like <laughs> Jackie is still fucking alive or Jackie transition. No. That one offensive to the trans community i'm so sorry but that is fucking ridiculous where is the evidence and two you're just speculating on things that haven't even been teased in these series like it's understandable like you know who is the white who is the white dress girl in the opening scenes why is they why is she wearing jackie's necklace what happened to shauna's baby what was Nat right about? Who did Travis give the note to? What did that do that saved Shauna and Therese? Uh, Therese? Thaisa. Um, Did the adult versions of the main girls know that Lottie was still running the cult? That makes sense because it has been teased. There has been evidence shown to us. But that has absolutely fucking enraged me. Oh my god. But V, don't you know, that's the whole point of the internet, baby. You just say whatever the fuck you want to say, and you have a place to say it. Give me those usernames. I'm going to fucking go onto Reddit 
and ban them. I am going to... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you subscribe to the theory that Jackie is alive and has transitioned to become Adam to seek revenge um, on Shauna or to just make Shauna fall in love with her, please um, tweet us at Pod or send us a little cheeky Instagram at Podcast because I'm sure V would love to hear your take on that. If people had evidence like actual evidence that was shown to us in the tv show then i will be more than happy to hear out that theory but because there has been zero evidence shown to us give us us receipts yeah give us the give us the receipts give us the actual evidence like if you can show me like more than one piece of evidence that gives us that conclusion that jackie is still alive and fucking transitioned how fucking ridiculous is that then i will be more than welcome to hear you out but you can actually put yourself in the bin if you ever think that is something that put is put yourself in the bin i love that i love that little saying <sighs> yeah that's all i got on yellow jackets dude i am so fucking stoked for the second season and i really hope that this doesn't derail like lost but you know We'll just hold our hold our breaths, and I think it's supposed to come out at the end of this year. So I guess hopefully we'll get enough. some. <laughs> no, it's not. Hopefully we'll get some questions answered for us. But yeah, if you haven't seen Yellow Jackets and you've made it this far through the podcast, congratulations, gold medal! Wow, you're an amazing person. And you know, if you have listened this far and you have seen all of Yellow Jackets, please, please, please join the conversation on our Twitter. We would love to hear your guys' thoughts, see what questions you might have, um, and just shoot the shit with us. Um, again, this is going to be a community based podcast where we would love to get interaction from you guys. So, yeah, definitely tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this super awesome show. I'm still saving. I've got nothing else in my brain. I I head empty, (laughs) head empty, just anger, just pure anger. Oh, well, I hope you're not angry for next episode. I feel like next episode is gonna be super, super fun, and I'm very excited to get into it. I'm gonna go do some more research um, later today. Research meaning watch some movies. if you think that you know what we're going to be talking about next, again, send us a tweet, shoot us a message, let us know. And if you have something that you want us to talk about, like a movie or a character or anything, just let us know. We'd love to get into it. I need to go lie down now. <laughs> I need to go lie down. <laughs> V's going to go lay down and I'm going to go research for our next episode. I hope that you've enjoyed this one. And if you haven't seen Yellow Jackets, definitely go do that. I hope that this podcast has inspired you to be um, just as obsessed with this show as we are. <laughs> we'll catch you next Wednesday. V, any last words?
And here we have a quick intermission brought to you by V's Brain. Have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered about what life is like outside the walls? Why not live in the wilderness? You never know what you'll meet outside. I do. Scoobity bop bop boop boop boop.